1: Hello everybody and welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show, the only internet radio show dedicated to giving you real solutions to improve your health. Not only are they real solutions, but they're natural solutions as well, because as you know, the one and only true wealth you have is your health. I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Drisga, the Functional Medicine Doc, and I'm committed to helping you find the root cause of your health problem, fix the cause with natural treatments, so you can feel normal again and live your life to the fullest. Just a quick bit of housekeeping before I introduce today's special guest. I'm so happy to announce that I'm now working on my next book. The title is Reclaim Your Digestive Health and Feel Normal Again, Fixing the Root Cause of Your GI Distress with Natural Treatments. Now, this book should be ready later this year, so keep keep an eye out for it. Okay, that's it for our housekeeping, so let's get started. I'm so very excited about today's show because we're going to be speaking about a very popular subject, detox. My special guest is Dr. Jeffrey Morrison. He is a practicing physician, the founder of the Morrison Center for Integrative Medicine in New York City. He is an award-winning author of Cleanse Your Body, Clear Your Mind. And he's a board-certified physician in family practice and integrative medicine. His focus is on preventing and reversing degenerative and chronic diseases by enhancing the body's innate ability to detoxify and heal itself. Dr. Morrison, thank you so much for being my special guest today on this episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show.
2: Thank you for having me, Carrie. I really appreciate this opportunity.
1: Now, Dr. Morrison, I always like to ask my special guests how they got interested in their line of practice. So how did you get interested in detox?
2: You, you know, I think uh, like just like lots of people that get into the uh, the specialties that they love doing, it comes from a special personal interest, and for me, my interest in uh, detoxification came from a personal experience I had during medical school at Jefferson Medical College, where uh, living, I was living on a medical school student's budget, living on tuna fish twice a day, every day for two or three years, and next thing you knew, I was having memory changes and difficulty concentrating, and uh, symptoms that couldn't be explained by any medical tests, Uh, that were performed, so uh, fortunately I had the opportunity to work with a doctor that did environmental medicine uh, in my hometown of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and he helped me to uh, diagnose that I had mercury toxicity. And through uh, that recognition that the mercury that I was consuming from eating too much tuna fish and, you know, for whatever reason it was affecting me adversely, that helped me to, like, start my study in environmental medicine and also recognizing that if we can find the root cause of a person's problems, we can make a really big impact on helping people to
1: feel great again. That's fantastic. So for our listeners out there, Dr. Morrison has already given us a big clue. If you're the type of person that eats a lot of tuna, you might have problems with mercury. And I know the Environmental Working Group group has a great, um, I think it's called the Mercury Calculator, where you can go on their website and put in your... Your age, your sex, your weight, and whatnot, and it'll tell you how, what is a safe amount of, of uh, tuna to eat.
2: Yeah, it's, that's a great resource. Uh, the, the one that I use is uh, the website gotmercury.org. And, uh, the, but the bottom line is there's also a lot of uh, mixed information about uh, mercury in fish. Uh, and fish. Prob- and the fact is is that not everybody ends up having a problem with uh, mercury or for that matter, other toxins. And this is where uh, the field of environmental medicine and detoxification has really sort of blossomed in the last five years with the advent of genetic testing to look at uh, more precision, more precise information about a person's detoxification capacity through genetics. And uh, this has helped people understand why they might be sensitive to fragrances or have more susceptibility to heavy metal accumulation or even have difficulty with processing hormone compounds. Uh, so again, uh, this is, it's a very exciting time to be practicing medicine because our understanding of how the body works has gone from bench work science to real-life application, and patients are really the beneficiary.
1: So you bring up a really great point that it, it always comes down to the individual person, that some people are just naturally born as great detoxifiers, and some have weaknesses in that area.
2: Yeah, we used to call those people the canaries in the coal mine. You know, the analogy is uh, the canaries in the coal mine used to be able to detect when there wasn't enough oxygen so that the miners could get out quickly before there was a problem for everybody. And uh, nowadays, there's people that just happen to be very sensitive to uh, the foods that they eat, the fragrances or chemicals in the air, uh, and then as a consequence, they are having symptoms before anybody else is. More susceptibility to fatigue or difficulty concentrating or uh, achiness in their muscles and joints uh, and chronic digestive problems. Like all the symptoms that generally uh, conventional medical, medicine doctors sometimes shun at seeing because there aren't like a lot of great conventional solutions for this type of scenario. But, you know, I think there's a lot of doctors that are now recognizing how important nutrition and uh, environmental medicine and detoxification are for for really coming up with fantastic strategies to help people sort of rejuvenate themselves by you know what exactly what we're talking about today, which is identifying what these underlying causes are, help the body to work better, and then uh, some s- targeted strategies for rejuvenation.
1: So you had just mentioned a short list of symptoms. Are there any other symptoms that, you know, when you hear them from a patient that you typically think of, Oh, this person might need a detox.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's a great thing to talk about. And, uh, I think people that might be listening in should, you know, we all can take inventory to like when we wake up in the morning, are we feeling at, at our best self? And, uh, once we step out of bed, symptoms sometimes are sort of coming up. Like, boy, do I feel well-rested? Is my energy as good as I'd like it to be? Do, do I have uh, digestive symptoms after I eat food, like gas or bloating or constipation or loose bowel movements? Uh, or is my skin looking as well as it used to five or ten years ago? Like, do I have back circles and d- dark circles under my eyes or bags under my eyes? Uh, and then also, my thinking as clearly as I... I have as a child, uh, or even as a young adult, and all of these symptoms of uh, not performing at our our uh, our best self are symptoms that the body is not functioning properly. Uh, and our goal, as both as physicians and also as patients, is to recognize that there are symptoms. And what we use in an oral, in our office is something called a symptom survey that helps people sort of capture. Their subjective symptoms on, on a list and gives it a score. And with that score, we use that as a starting point to help people go through a process of, uh, you know, a, a process to sort of detox themselves and see how well they can feel from beginning to, to an end. And usually we look at a four week cycle to see how much better a person can feel on all their symptoms after doing some very simple strategies to help their body work better.
1: Do you happen to have your symptom survey online?
2: Uh, Yeah, the symptom survey is downloadable from our website at morrisonhealth.com. And uh, it's under resources. And we encourage both patients to use it and also practitioners can download it and use it for their own purposes as well. Uh, It's really just we want to just make this a resource that people can easily access and uh, use it to help take inventory on their health or maybe somebody that they care about to see, to help a person to sort of get a sense of, oh yeah, boy, I didn't realize I, my energy wasn't as good as I expected it to be, and yes, I'm getting rashes, or geez, I get digestive symptoms after I eat food, or you know, even maybe my uh, libido is not as strong as it used to be. And uh, by cataloging this, it gives us a little bit of an opportunity to to see where we are or We usually say we want people's symptoms to be under 14 on our symptom survey. And I can't even tell you how many patients are above 50 when they come into the office. But certainly after they go through our program, after four weeks, uh, and we've kept clinical outcomes on this that we published in 2012, uh, after four weeks of doing a program, their symptoms improved by 66%, which is great.
1: It's, it's very great. So for the listeners out there, I'll make sure that I find that a resource and I'll put it in the uh, podcast notes so that you can easily uh, find the symptom survey and do it on yourself and your family members. So Dr. Morrison, um, going with the symptoms, that's a, that's a great approach. But you know, there are people out there, they really like to do testing, they like to look at numbers, and it's really hard to assess the body burden to, to really know how toxic we are inside and I and I've actually had a lot of patients and i I know they need to do a good detox and they tell me something like well I eat a healthy diet I'm sure I'm fine and I you know it's kind of like well you live on the planet earth with the rest <laughs> of us can you tell us a little bit about like the studies on how much of a burden toxins are to our body now the
2: CDC and the EPA do keep outcomes on the amount of chemicals that are being released into the environment. And like the last time we checked, we, we were at like 77,000 plus chemicals that are actively being manufactured in the United States and in the world. But this number is being added to almost on a daily basis. Like new chemicals are coming out for everything from you know, new fertilizers to pesticides to preservatives and then also chemicals and skincare products and then like changing ingredients in uh, as you know in the manufacturing of plastic bottles so so number one we've got like a uh, a load of toxins that are just being produced in our modern civilized world that have led to lots of conveniences but at the same time has led to a, a lots of opportunities for exposure and then in terms of studies that uh, show how the body will deal with these toxins we know from really uh bench work science and, and ironically i was just having this conversation with my nutrition coaches in the office about like you know, you know it's uh like this these this studies have been around for 20 40 years about the fact that the liver has a very efficient way of handling toxins in the environment and uh it goes through a Two and some people would consider a three-phase process for detoxification, both in the liver and then through the colon. And Some people are really efficient and their exhaust system works great and the body will manage the toxins that they get exposed to and they'll eliminate it. But the people that don't have as quick of a detoxification capacity and if the exposures are too great, the toxins basically will back up and get stuck in the body. And there are, again... Uh, research that's from the uh, universities that shows that people that have symptoms of toxicity also will have higher levels of pesticides in their uh, in their fat, like on fat biopsies. And uh, even just from doing random urine screens of pregnant women, they're finding high levels of pesticides and preservatives in the urine of uh, women that are pregnant. So we know that we're all basically getting exposed everywhere on this planet. Everyone is getting exposed, and the only the issue is is how well can a person detoxify themselves, and what can we do to number one decrease exposure and then improve our innate capacity for that detoxification process.
1: Okay, so let's talk about that because I know you've said that good health begins with clean cells. So how do we detox? <laughs> I love that quote.
2: <laughs> Uh, yeah, good health does begin with clean cells and uh, probably cl- like a clean living and clean mind. And it's it's like the whole big package. So the, in order to keep the cells healthy, you know, the cell is, uh, w- when you think about biology class, and, I, and when I think back to when I was in that class, I never thought about it the way that I do now, which is, you know, it's something that I had to learn in order to pass the grade, but now it's like really like a significant part of how I'm practicing because I really want to think how can we enhance the cell's ability to work. The cell is literally a microcosm of our whole body. You know, it, inside of the cells there's uh, enzymes that help with detoxification all throughout the body, in the fat cells, in all the, all the cells. And uh, they have little powerhouses inside of the cells too called mitochondria that basically create energy so the cells is the cell has energy to work properly. And when, this, when the, the mitochondria work at its optimum level, it uses oxygen and sugar to create energy. And if uh, a person has toxicity, which causes inflammation, oxygen supply to the cells get diminished. And people know that they have inflammation because they'll have symptoms like fluid retention or uh, feeling puffy, or their weight will fluctuate like pretty rapidly depending on what they eat. And all those are symptoms of fluid retention, which means that they have inflammation, and as a consequence, it almost certainly means they're having poor cell function because of poor oxygenation. And in order to sort of reverse this process, we have to decrease exposures to, to these chemicals by making the proper choices from the foods we eat, the water we drink, and also even the skincare products that we use. In addition to that, we, there are things that we can do to help improve cellular oxygenation. And, and it's really as simple as just moving. Like that's where at, doing running in the park or doing aerobics or yoga or stretching. Like anything where the body is moving helps improve circulation to the cells. So all, you know, really is, even though we're, we're making this sound like there's lots to it, it's about as simple as it gets. And it just all really comes down to making the right choices with the foods we eat, the water we drink, and move, exercise. And then, of course, making sure that we uh, are able to eliminate toxins properly by having a bowel movement one to three times a day and make sure we're drinking plenty of water to flush the toxins out through our kidneys. So we say it's like really like move. It's almost like having right movement, eat the right foods, and then regenerate.
1: Yeah, it always seems like in functional medicine that a lot of what we do always goes back to these key lifestyle points about what we're putting in our body, what we're putting on our body, what we're surrounding our body with, the, the environment that we live in, and then movement, exercise, breathing, hydration, and whatnot.
2: And kind of now, even though like this is the, the topic that we're talking about it, as it relates to the physical body... The other thing that we're really always focusing on in our practice is, like, the mind-body connection as it relates to detoxification. Uh, I, I think it's so important that it absolutely must be spoken about. More and more people are. And the, the issue is, nowadays, we have not only the stresses from our environment, from these environmental exposures, but we also have, like, the emotional stresses as well, which could be from home or from work or from some unresolved uh, post-traumatic stresses, which basically puts a person into like, a situation where they're either not getting enough sleep or they get triggered to have like, uh, an you know, like upregulated uh, anxious response or out-of-regulation nervous system. And we know that in order for the body to detoxify at its optimal level, it needs to be in the rest and relaxed state, which is called parasympathetic. But when a person is always in that fight-or-flight response because of those stresses, again, because of food or environmental or emotional, that's when we are in a uh, the fight-or-flight response, which is not conducive for detoxification. So even though we help pe- guide people towards making the right choices, we also want to bring awareness to uh, the importance of meditation practices and being mindful and working on a process to help get out of that uh, chronic fight or flight state. So mind, body.
1: I love that you said that because we do, well, maybe I shouldn't say we, I'll say I. I tend to, in my practice, forget about that uh, mental emotional aspect when it comes to detox. I'm always thinking about the chemistry of the body and I forget about that mental-emotional aspect, so I'm really glad that you brought that up.
2: It's. Uh, it, I think more and more people are really beginning to recognize it, and it's not no longer considered like, uh, you know, it used to be considered maybe fringe thinking, or, you know, there was no science to show that uh, the things that we think about actually have anything to do with what's happening in our lives. But nowadays, from uh, the writings of Ray Kurzweil to uh real like medical doctors that are recognizing that you know when they pray with their patients they have a better success rate in 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 longevity and surviving cancer treatments and yes why can't that also work for detoxification as well and in our practice i can say from clinical experience it definitely does when we get people to start shifting from a a negative to a positive level of consciousness they make tremendous strides
1: okay so Let's talk about your practice. Can you give us a real-life case example of uh, a patient uh, that came into your office, what they were struggling with, uh, the detox program that you put them through, and then the, the after?
2: Well, uh, yeah. So thank you. I love and talking about it. It's probably our- hard
1: to pick just one.
2: <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you, uh, you know, we, we – we, Regularly see new patients, and then we see them in follow up in about three to four weeks. And the benefit of uh, like having these regular follow up meetings, you know, four weeks after their first appointment, is that we get to see how much success that they're having. So, for for example, we had a a a young uh, a young woman that just came in to see me today with her mother, who saw me about four weeks ago. She had been she came in to see me because she was having difficulty concentrating at school. She had, um, she was putting on weight. Uh, she was like, she used to be a great student and all of a sudden she was like doing very poorly. Uh, she was an athlete and, uh, and playing soccer, which was her sport. She had, uh, uh, developed, she actually got a number of concussions. Uh, so she had like this chronic, she had developed a post concussive syndrome, which basically put her brain into a chronic fight or flight response. So Four weeks ago, what I did was I basically had to fill out a symptom survey, and she scored like an 87. Uh, we did blood tests, which we reviewed today, and I told her to go on the art the, detox program, which is basically having a shake for breakfast, shaking a salad for lunch, and protein and vegetables for dinner. And uh, today she came in with her mother, and uh, she said that definitely, without a doubt, she had found out that when she eats wheat, that she feels exhausted, like just absolutely, completely exhausted. And, and I said, are you sure sweet?" She said, yep, because of your program, I eliminated all these foods. And admittedly, I was on vacation and I started reintroducing things. But when I reintroduced to reintroduce wheat, I absolutely could not stay awake. So now I absolutely do not eat wheat. So I had her fill out the symptom survey again. Uh, and she scored about... 56. So she was down like, you know, maybe 40 percent improved. And she admitted that it was during the holidays she didn't stay completely on the diet, but her energy was better, her mood was better. Uh, she started uh, a new sport, which is skiing, and so she's really very excited about that. But she she so we went through some of the things that she did. So so she felt like the diet modification was a, was a huge help. The supplements that we gave made a big difference. And while she was here, because of this post-concussive syndrome and the poor thinking, uh, like I know that there's some research that shows that glutathione as an intravenous push is really good for helping to heal the brain. And she said, wow, after that IV, I felt like like really good for a week and a half. And uh, also, I had asked her to do some something called craniosacral therapy while she was over the four-week period, which is basically a technique that both helps to sort of get the, it's kind of a relaxation technique that helps reactivate the parasympathetic or calming part of the nervous system. And uh, she'd been doing that uh, on a weekly basis. So her mother was here, and she said, well, I have to say, like, certainly it could have been 100%, but, like, it's so great to, to have my daughter having energy, Being interested in the things that she does, uh, being active again, and uh, let's keep the process going because she's definitely going in a good direction. So it's very satisfying to be in a practice where patients get really enthusiastic, they feel the benefit, and uh, and people around them see the difference as well. So kind of uh, that's not that unusual of a case, but I can say that it's never gets old. To see people having success and and uh, can, and then becoming sort of like cheerleaders They, like tell all their friends that they have to avoid weight It's terrible
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's really the fun part of being in practice is seeing the changes you know we're in such a privileged position that we see the patient's life change
2: yeah it's it's very very gratifying It's a, it's a and I, I, I hope that more and more doctors uh, learn. You know, it's, it's sort of like this is why we went to medical school because, and became healthcare practitioners because we really wanted to help people on their, their healing journey. And uh, so I can say that I'm very grateful that uh, I'm able to help sh- shepherd patients or work with patients uh, through this process.
1: Mm, I could say the same thing. <laughs> Dr. Morrison, what are three things that our listeners can start doing today? What can they implement today to help them... Achieve more of a, like a detox lifestyle.
2: Three. Okay. So the three magic things that will transform a patient's life forever. It's, I'm a minimalist and I love to try to focus on things that really like are manageable, that they can do today that will make a big impact for tomorrow. My big one from 2015, which I'm carrying to 2016 is making sure that people are getting their 7 and a half to eight, 8 and a half hours of sleep at night. The reason being is that if a person's not getting enough sleep, which most of our, our patients are not because they're New Yorkers and they think that we operate on a 28-hour schedule, so sleeping will allow the body to get back into its parasympathetic state. You know, when we don't get enough sleep, we end up running on adrenaline, which is basically fight or flight. So the most important, one of the easiest things to do To improve detoxification is sleep the right amount. Number two, it's important to exercise. I know it seems simple. If you move, basically you're improving detoxification. The lymphatic system, which is the uh, detox, it's sort of like the uh, sewage system of the body. The only way that works is by moving the muscles. And exercise is the most efficient way to make that happen. And then number three, I think it's really important to work with a integrative or holistic healthcare provider as sort of like a coach on the journey of the detoxification process. And uh, it's just important for uh, the listeners to find somebody in their community that they feel comfortable working with that can help work with them to create a plan for their life journey.
1: I love that. So sleep, exercise, and find a good doctor or health coach to work with. And I want to add something on top of that when it comes to sleep is I recommend that patients invest in an eye mask, a simple sleep mask to wear over your eyes to help blunt that extra, you know, the ambient light that we get from our alarm clock or the ambient light that creeps in around our window window shades and whatnot. Wearing a simple eye mask can help put you into deeper levels of sleep.
2: Carrie, I think I'll take you up on that one. I appreciate it.
1: Well, then I'll tell you this other tip, too. Okay, awesome. <laughs> this is why I love doing podcasts, because I get tips from my expert guests, um, is uh, the eye mask. If, it, if you can buy one that looks like a mini training bra. Basically, it has molded cups, so it's not pressing up against your eyeballs. Huh. Very comfortable to wear.
2: Great thought. I appreciate that. <laughs>
1: Uh, Okay, Dr. Morrison, we're starting to run low on time here. How can our listeners find out more about you? Uh,
2: The the easiest way is go to our website, morrisonhealth.com. And uh, then if the people are interested in learning more about our practice, please uh, email my office manager. Her email address is manager at morrisonhealth.com. And our phone number is 212-989-9828. And we love questions.
1: So for the listeners out there, I'll make sure that all of those links are in the podcast notes, as well as um, earlier we were mentioning the symptom survey. And I know on Dr. Morrison's website, you also have all of your different supplements and your, your detox shakes and whatnot that you sell there as well, right?
2: Absolutely, yes.
1: Okay, fantastic. Dr. Morrison, thank you so much for being my special guest today. This has just been an awesome interview.
2: Carrie, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. You're amazing.
1: All right. That wraps up this very special episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show with Dr. Jeffrey Morrison. And I want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. And I'd like to invite you back next week for another episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Drisga, the Functional Medicine Doc. Have a great week, everyone.
0: You've been listening to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Kerry Drisga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc.